Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a, a moment or two and just relax any thoughts or concerns or even questions. Just let them fall by the side for a minute and reconnect with the spirit that is within you. God is within you. He has re-spirited you so that that part of you is one with him now. Not your soul, not your body, but your spirit. And that's what we're working on is reconnecting our soul and our body to our spirit. Becoming one, spirit, soul, and body. We have everything we need right now because we are connected to God by spirit. God has his own timetable. And for most of us, he never works fast enough. And then we'll find our lives in chaos and want everything to slow down. But God knows exactly what he's doing, what kind of pressure, direction, guidance, circumstances we need in order to make ourselves available for him to make the changes in us, that he is conforming us to the likeness and image of his son, who was on this earth one spirit, soul, and body, one with his father. That's what we're shooting for. That's the pattern. That's the ideal. We can't get there. But God is bringing us there. I don't know that I've ever heard of anybody anywhere close, but that's God's problem. Our problem or our challenge or our focus is for each one of us individually. You are on your own path. I am on my path. Everyone, God's arranged your circumstances for you. He knows the burdens, the the generational curses, the history, the beliefs, the wounds. He knows what you're struggling with. Some of those struggles, he's ready and able and willing to just remove. But some serve a purpose. Some he doesn't want to free us from because they're the red flag that he uses to show us there's something else going on here. A lie that we're believing, a wound that needs to be healed. And 
what happens a lot of times is we God fix gets creates something in our lives to bring us to the end where we have to turn to him. And a lot of times we get out of that situation, whether it's somebody helping us or we're able to get out of it out of our own strength and we just wait it out. And so because we didn't accomplish what God wanted to accomplish, he just has to set up another situation, another mountain, if you will, to go around. This is one of the reasons we're always focused on being able to hear the Lord for ourselves. Because on your own, he won't let you figure it out yourself. You need him. A personal relationship with him is absolutely mandatory. It is vital for you to be conformed into his likeness and image. Now, there's a lot of Christians, and there always have been. This We're not talking about salvation or getting into heaven or what's going to happen next or anything. We're talking about relationship. That if you want to be in a healthy relationship with God, you are going to have to change. Now, he's going to be the one changing you. But recognizing that this is not just about every day being the same and God just being in the background. God is not a background kind of guy. He's up front. He is in front. He is taking care of your path. He's creating your path, every circumstance in your life, for his purpose. And a lot of the things that we've been talking about, the supernatural realm, we've talked about, it's there. The supernatural realm is there already. Just as the spirit, the spiritual realm is there already. The natural realm is there already. We don't have to believe in it. It exists. Like if you've never been to another country, you know, say you always wanted to go to Scandinavia or Mexico or Brazil. You can read all about it. You can watch YouTube videos. You can talk to people who live there. But going there and experiencing that country, that culture, that people, that's where you can start to have a sense of what that country is. By experience. You want to learn the language? Go to where that language is spoken. You want to learn to speak supernatural? Go to the supernatural realm. You want to learn to speak spirit? Spend time with God. Go to that land. Now, each realm, the natural, the supernatural, and the spiritual, have rules and regulations. They have laws and boundaries and guidelines. 
that over time, God teaches us. We don't learn them first, and then when we're perfected in how a culture works, we go and visit. No, we go and visit. I mean, it's good to have an idea about which side of the street to drive on, what to bring with you, whether it's a, a warm climate or a cool. But you just pack. You you do the research you can. You prepare. But you prepare for an experience. So the goal is not about understanding or knowledge. It's about experience. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Not understand, not believe, not be able to prove that he is good. But taste, experience. Nobody can argue with experience. You know, there are people out there that don't believe that a man has ever walked on the moon. But if you go to the guys who have walked on the moon and tell them you didn't walk on the moon, they're, they're not even going to argue with you. They've had that experience. They've been there. They've done it. And they don't need to prove it to anyone because they know what their experience has been. When you start experiencing these other realms, the supernatural and the spiritual, you don't need to defend yourself. You don't need to make others understand. Now, sometimes God may want you to be able to convey to others, but it's not for, the, for proof. The experience itself is its own proof, just like salvation. Can you prove to someone that you're born again? Maybe you can point to changes in your life. You can explain the effect that knowing God now has made to your life, that you you now feel loved and accepted and and are confident in the direction your life is going in, that he's healed relationships, whatever he's done for you. You can point to those things, but they don't have to accept them. Those are all things about God. And until others experience God for themselves, they won't get it. This is part of our challenge with organized religion. We have tried to condense an experience into a six-step solution. Do these six things, say these four things, believe these eight things, and you're a Christian. But it all comes down to one thing, an encounter with God. And that's going to be unique and special and different for each person. And we want it that way. 
because God is infinitely creative and infinitely giving and loving. Remember, that's his nature. His nature is loving. And he shows his love by giving, giving himself. So what do we want to be? We want to be really, 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 really good at receiving. Sometimes that's really hard for us. Sometimes we are looking for ways to make him happy or prove our worthiness, live up to his expectations. You know, God saved me, so now I have to go do this, that, and the other thing, or he got, He saved me so that I could do this and that. Or he healed me, so now I can heal others, rather than just know he healed you because he loved you. He saved you because he loves you. He freed you. He reveals himself to you because he loves you. That's it. And a lot of times we have a hard time with that. But that's between you and God. And that right there is hard. How can we, you know, have that kind of a relationship with such an infinite being as God? And there are times when he's quiet. And a lot of times when he's quiet, it's because what he's doing He just really wants us to keep our nose out of it and just go about our business, go about doing what he's put in our hands, the circumstances we're in, just being faithful and confident and calm and trusting and joyful and enjoying the calm and peace and quiet while he is doing his thing. There are other times when we feel like everything, again, is turned upside down. And he's putting his finger on one wound. That's getting healed. He's putting his finger on the lie we believe, like he saved us for a purpose, to achieve something. That's not him. He He saved us. He saved you because he loves you, period. And your purpose is to know him and to receive that love. That's your purpose. Is he going to give you projects throughout our lives here? Absolutely. They may look totally different from one another and from what you expect, but those are things you do. That's not you. Your purpose is to receive his love, to be with him, to learn to live and move and have your being in him. So when we're talking about the supernatural realm, that's just one area of the creation that God has created for us to dwell in for this time period. And it has other beings besides even what we understand. We have a very limited idea that's pretty much based on what others have experienced. This is why we're being encouraged, and I'm encouraging you to be open 
to whatever the Lord wants to show you and whatever experience he has for you. It could be something that nobody has ever experienced before. It's okay if you're the first one to ever experience it. That doesn't mean that it's only happened for the first time. But the supernatural realm is so much more expansive. Like when first time you go in an airplane and you see the mountains from above or you see the the scope and size of the ocean from above, you just don't get that perspective from the ground. That's like the supernatural realm. It gives you a perspective that you just don't get with our eyes only on the natural realm. But it's all God's. Being in a plane, flying over mountains, doesn't mean you're any closer to God. You're still in the natural realm. But you're seeing things from a different perspective. Beyond that, there's the supernatural realm, where it's a whole different experience that God wants you to have. He's created it. Now, the supernatural realm, it is impacting you, whether you are aware of it or not. The spiritual realm is impacting you, whether you are aware of it or not. God does not want us ignorant. He deals with that ignorance in his own time. He may have bigger priorities for you. Go with what he is dealing with you about. But because he's not dealing with you about the supernatural realm now, for instance, doesn't mean next week he isn't going to tap you on your shoulder and say, now is the time. Next year, 10 years from now, now is the time I want to teach you about the supernatural realm. I want to teach you about another level, another aspect of reality that you are already experiencing. And the seeds that are planted, even through this series, will prepare you to overcome by relying on him whatever circumstances and challenges you're having whether it's in the natural or the supernatural. You don't have any challenges in the, in the spiritual. So again, it's another one of those things where it's like, well, no, we have it's spiritual warfare and it's, you know, spiritual, you know, maturity. No. In the spirit, you have already received all the eternal life you're ever going to get. You've already received everything you need for life and godliness. You are already in the kingdom, in your spirit. So that's how you enter into his rest and just say thank you. You don't have to be burdened by trying to achieve something. You're with him. You're there. Now we work. We put in energy, we do the research, we do the work 
because we have already received. We've already received the kingdom. We've already entered the kingdom, received eternal life, received the healing that we need. We are now learning how to experience it. And as far as spiritual warfare, most of the time people, when they talk about that, it's really supernatural warfare and sometimes natural. And even the whole idea of warfare, it means there's, sometimes it means there's a possibility of losing. That something that we're experiencing is out of God's control. But nothing we're experiencing will ever be out of God's control. Maybe out of ours, odds are you're going to experience things that are out of your control. doesn't mean anything. It's not a reflection of how pleasing you are to him. Because, again, he loves you already. That's his nature. He can't help himself. But our challenge is to be really, really, really good at receiving. So we've been talking about the supernatural realm and what goes on there and how to experience it. We've been talking about warfare, again, with the demonic, and getting over our fears of that and everything else that goes on and learning to recognize both the demonic and the angelic and other beings, other kinds of beings that might be there. And this is not an area where I know of anybody who has this all down path. So don't be concerned if God shows you something that he hasn't shown someone else, anyone else. That's fine. You can trust him. Don't worry about being deceived. If you are taken up into something where you don't understand it or taken into an encounter that you feel out of control, rest assured God is in control. Just go with it. Again, this is not about fearing the experiences. Experience the experience. Take note of the experience. Then ask God, what am I supposed to do with this? Now, are there times where when we want to be cautious? Absolutely. God will show you those things. We've talked about, you know, snakes and bacteria. There are things that are dangerous. We don't avoid, though, the backyard because there might be a snake back there. Or we don't not garden because there's bacteria in the soil. We take appropriate precautions. We go, okay, snakes hide under rocks. We recognize that. We don't go around poking into holes wondering if there's a snake in there. We don't go hitting a wasp's nest. We assume if it's a wasp nest, obviously, odds are that there's wasps there. 
Now, there may come a time when God says, no, I want you to stir up that snake's den or knock off that wasp's nest. And we do it. And we might even get stung. We might even get bit. It's not our not a reflection on us not hearing him accurately. There may be times when it is. Again, this gets back to how important it is that we keep focused, keep centered on rest and confidence that God loves us. Because when we talk about warfare with the demonic, we have this gut reaction so often that it's just best to avoid it. It's just best to let somebody who has a special gift get involved in it. But absolutely every Christian is already dealing with the demonic, is already experiencing warfare with both the demonic and the angelic. But he wants our eyes opened. He does not want us ignorant. We have power and authority as spirit beings over everything in the supernatural realm. How do we learn to exercise that authority and use that power without embracing the supernatural realm. That's where we learn to use what God has already given us. We have supernatural senses. He wants us to learn to use them. And again, to live and move and have our being in him, every aspect of us. So we want to, if there are areas and This can come up at different times throughout our whole lives. Any area of fear. And again, if stress, if you're dealing with stress, especially if it's become a regular part of your life, odds are that's an area God is putting his finger on. If there's an area where you lack rest, that's a red flag. You have a wound that your flesh, that your habits, are trying to protect you from. God doesn't want you afraid of getting hurt. He doesn't want you afraid of anything. Fear has torment. He wants you to have that sound mind, that confidence, that joy, that steadfastness, that ability to give without being concerned that you're then going to not have anything. Freely giving of him, of who he is. Without, you know, a lot of times we think, okay, we're going to give, and then it's going to benefit someone else. What if you give and someone else is hurt by what you have given? Or it's they don't understand or they're insulted or offended. That's not the problem. I mean, we don't want to go out of our way to be offensive or hurtful. 
but our goal is to give what we have received. Freely give what you have been freely given. Because this all comes down to being able to recognize spirit. The witness, the testimony, the confirmation of the spirit. The spirit realm, the spirit God, your connection with him as a spirit being. And as you experience the supernatural as part of your training and part of your everyday life, you become more and more familiar and responsive to the witness of our spirit, your spirit, to God's spirit. It's like with anything else. Repetition gives us confidence. The more you experience, like with anything, learning, learning how to drive, the more you do it, the more it just becomes second nature. So experiencing the supernatural and learning to recognize the witness of the spirit. It is the spirit that gives life, that guides and leads and that we can have confidence in. But we have confidence in the spirit by experience. And it's your soul and your body that will gain that confidence in the spirit that is already within you. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. So we're going to pick it up here next week. If you have any questions or feedback, as always, feel free to drop me a line at dianeattherainersclub.org or through Blog Talk Radio. Otherwise, we'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then... Thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.